what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are Agree to disagree. And it's like, <laughs> okay, moving on, moving on. Like, well, the makeup bottle. <laughs> it's like a cracked out T-bird, some grease. Yeah. You know, yeah. she's got that black hair. Welcome back to Chick Chat, everybody. My goodness, it has been a while. We have so much to talk about today. I'm Mary Margaret. This is Jeanette. Hey, Jeanette, how are you? Doing good. How are you? Oh, doing fine. How are you holding down on the East Coast? Good. Enjoying some of the cooler weather over here. So that's always a good thing. Good, good. Same here. I'm happy to have fall back around. Um, I'm welcoming it with open arms. So you're out of the 110 degree weather. <laughs> yeah, that that weird week that we had, uh, that is long gone, thank goodness. So we're enjoying the typical weather now out here, which is surprisingly very nice right now. So we're we're happy, healthy, and we have so much to talk about today in so little time. So we are going to get started right now. Um. I figure, I mean, I'm not going to waste any more time. I I have wasted enough time recently watching stupid squid games that I am, <laughs> I'm not going to, I've like learned life lessons of not wasting time anymore, right? So listen, I was like, I'm just going to see what this hoopla is all about. Uh-huh. Why people are so into this Korean show that I have to look at subtitles on. And um, I was like, okay, it, it, you know, what is this? Because I kept seeing parodies of it everywhere, so I had to watch it. I watched the entire thing in two days. Uh huh. I was hooked. I made the mistake. I watched the first few episodes in Korean, and then my daughter came in and she was like, "You know, you can listen to it in English. You don't have to read subtitles." Oh my gosh! So I switched to the English. The next season, I'm going back to Korean. It was funny yeah <laughs> and with the english subtitles I'm like these people don't sound like this and they they're making it sound so lighthearted. uh-huh like, hey we're just playing a game man i mean no yeah so it's, i was like thanks for the tip not gonna take it next <laughs> i tell you and i mean there's bound to be a second season right i mean it yeah yeah i think like i think they've announced that yeah okay well for anybody out there who has not watched it um good for you um, that's <laughs> your, your self-control is way better than anybody else's. Um, yeah, I watched it cause I have two older brothers and they're nerds about it and they were all talking and, you know, I don't want to feel left out. So I watched right. it and I mean, I don't know. I'm torn. I'm not, I was really disappointed by a lot of things especially the ending. So I am, I, I was torn on the whole thing, but it's so bizarre and so weird that it's like a cult classic thing, right? Like that's what it is. It's a cult. Yeah, absolutely. You're either in the group that watches Squid Games, you're not. And right. it's like, it, if, if people out there are just questioning it, it's what I think is more along the lines of an adult version of the Hunger Games. Like a, a, a grosser version 
of adult games. Yes. Right? I mean, yes. of Hunger Games. It's of Hunger like, Games. Yeah. It's, it's, it can be gory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and it's just weird, you know? So if you can accept the fact that, that this is weird and you're going to be, for at least the first three or four episodes, going, what am I watching? Like all the time. <laughs> Right. And cool. Go ahead and enjoy. But you will guaranteed walk away questioning like humanity, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and never playing kids' games the same. <laughs> never like your kids, hop, they can't stop, play certain jump games. Rope, whatever. <laughs> I'm done. Yes. So I, I have wasted some of my life on that. Um, two things I have not wasted my life on, in my personal opinion, is the. Uh, limited series on Netflix called Made. Have you watched it? Not yet. I saw that pop up after my Hunger Games was over. Okay. Or not Hunger Games, but Squid Games was over. Well, I highly encourage you to watch it. Um, it is not um, any more happy, I guess. <laughs> it's not a very feel-good type of thing. Um, but it's uh, very eye-opening and it's the acting is phenomenal. Like, and I okay. don't always say that, but I truly believe the acting was phenomenal. It stars Margaret Qualley, who is Andy McDowell's daughter. Oh, okay. But Andy McDowell plays her mother in the show. Interesting. Okay. So naturally that's really cool, right? Like mm-hmm. I, you it's one of these, like, obviously acting, uh, casting and stuff for actors. They do a really good job, typically, of finding people that look alike or can, you know, you pick up on each other's little things so that you believe it's a mother-daughter, right? And with this one, I mean, it's just, it's it's fun to watch that these two are truly mother-daughter and playing mother-daughter. But the drama between them and their interactions is just so raw and so crazy to watch. But... Um, like I said, you're not going to feel real good about things while you're watching it, but perfect for the holiday season. (laughs) Exactly. But it is a limited series. It's only like 10 episodes. So it's very easy to watch, um, and be done with, you know, and it is, it's not like a second season type thing. It is like, here is what it's done. done. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's actually based off a true story. Like a mini series. Exactly. It's based off a true story and a book. Um, written by the lady's life about the lady's life, the writer. So I highly encourage you to watch that. And then I think I say this every episode, but I mean, I watched Ted Lasso and I just love it. And I just finished the second season. I'm kind of sad about it, but if anybody has not watched Ted Lasso, I mean, it's that that my friends is what you watch to feel good about things. <laughs> you don't watch what, what, Squid Games. You don't watch Made. You watch Ted Lasso. I've heard a lot about this too. Now, which streaming service is this on? Apple Plus. Okay. Can, can I tell you that I've had Apple Plus for two years and I just found out yesterday. <gasps> Jeanette, that means you haven't been watching Ted Lasso or haven't. The Morning Show. Um, uh, those are two fantastic, fantastic shows on television. Um, Ted Lasso, probably hands down, like maybe one of my most favorite shows ever. Um, 
it's just, it's just fantastic. It is not what you think. Um, when you watch the previews of it, you think, oh, it's going to be about sports and the soccer team and all that stuff, which for you, that might be very appealing. You guys are a soccer right. family and sports and stuff. Um, but it has, uh, Ted Lasso has to be like the purest, most wholesome character I've ever watched. And Jason Sudeikis just nails it. I love it. Um, you have to watch it. Like you just have to. And then the morning show is the Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston show that is loosely based off of Matt Lauer incident. Oh, yes. So it's really good too. Just well, I've got some things to catch up on on Apple TV since I've had it. I got my renewal notice and I'm like, what do you mean renewal? I never (laughs) had this. Thank you for the renewal. But I never had it in the first place. Ah, yes, you did. Then I went and clicked on it. I'm like, oh, it works. Oh, wait. <laughs> look, at, look at all this content. This was, look at all this stuff I could have been watching. Well, I would love for you to give us a book report on Ted Lasso after you watch a little bit. Like, okay. or at least just text me and tell me if you've seen any of it. Because I just, I, I laugh, I cry, and I walk away from the episode just being like, I can do anything. Like, I love Everybody, you know, I mean, it's just something is something is so pure and wholesome and good about it. If they didn't, if it wasn't set in England, therefore they say the F word all the time. Right. Totally show it to my kids, you know, just because it is. It's so good. So and if I were you, I would even watch with subtitles on (laughs) because some of the lines you don't want to miss and some of the British people, like some of the one-liners that Ted Lasso and some of the British guys have are just classic. Like I was found myself looking for t-shirts the other day online that have the sayings on them or something, you know, like, just yeah. really I'm excited. Happy for you, Jeanette. You're going to love it. I'm looking forward to watching it. Oh, good. Okay. So let's move on. We have a couple things that are pressing to discuss. Um, happening in the world right now. Unfortunately, start off with some kind of sad news. This just happened last night. Um, it has been reported that Alec Baldwin accidentally mm. discharged a prop gun on the latest movie set, a movie called Rust, that as uh, a Western that's being filmed in Arizona, maybe, I think, Santa Fe, New Mexico, maybe. Um So, unfortunately, this prop gun was discharged, again, at the hands of Alec Baldwin, and unfortunately, it did kill Helena Hutchins and has injured Joel Souza. Helena Hutchins is the director of photography, and Souza um, is one of the film's directors. Um, Not too much else being told right now it's still very new um production has stopped everyone is calling it an accident um we're getting reports now about alec baldwin on set was just extremely obviously um upset and visibly upset and kept repeating why was i given a live gun why was i given a hot gun a live gun and um you know i think that's the big question for everybody, right? Yeah. Um, why does this happen? How does this happen? Now they are saying that they were told it was blanks in there, but I, I don't, 
I don't know much about guns. I mean, I know enough. I know yeah. not to fire one, even if you're told that it is fake, right? Um, I know not to point a gun at somebody, even if there's no bullets in it. Um, right. I know those things and basic gun safety. Um, but can blanks kill somebody? I don't know. I don't think so. I think the whole, I, I would have to look it up, but I think the whole point of blanks is that it's almost like a cap gun. That's where there's nothing that's being shot out of it. It's more so for the effect, the sound, right? It. And yeah, yeah, the sound and like a a puff almost or something, right? Yeah, but I um, don't know enough about it. That may be completely wrong. I don't know enough about them, but agreed. that's Me, what they're supposed to be using on on sets, right? Right. To simulate to simulate a live round. Yeah. Yeah. So same here. Um, we did uh, see. A, a statement has been released from Alec Baldwin. Um, he says, quote, there are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of Helena Hutchins, a wife, mother, and deeply admired colleague of ours. I'm fully cooperating with the police investigation to address how this tragedy occurred. And I'm in touch with her husband, offering my support to his him and his family. My heart is broken for her husband, their son, and all who knew and loved her. Um, just horrible, like horrible news. Yeah. Uh, Alec Baldwin's not my favorite actor person out there, you know, and he's had all kinds of troubles, but what a nightmare, right? Um, yeah, for anyone, yeah, for to... anyone to go through. I mean, I don't, there's obviously going to be more that comes out, first of all, like. Yeah. Was it really a blank? Like, if it's blanks, like, why are you using those kind of blanks? Like, that seems kind of silly to me, right? Yeah. If it was um, sabotage of some sort from somebody else of whatever kind, I don't know. Um, but just a horrible, horrible accident. Um, really, really hate to hear that that has happened. So Yeah, and my understanding is that blanks go into prop guns. It's not like you can take a real gun and put blanks into them. I, I mean, again, ah, that's I my see. understanding, but I don't sure. know for sure. So no, but that would make if sense, there was right? a if there was a real bullet in it, how I don't know. Maybe maybe real bullets can be put into prop guns, but I would think there would be some way to have just like a secondary check of right. And I believe that real bullets can't fit in fake guns. Yeah, I don't know. Right, and it have them look different or something. I don't know. (laughs) Do you recall when this happened with Brandon Lee? Um, back when we were yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Was like I was in like filming the crow, middle school or high school. Yeah, uh, filming the crow. This would have been back in like the mid '90s, I guess, early '90s. And it's the son of Bruce Lee, and somebody you know during a scene was supposed to shoot a gun and it obviously was supposed to be a prop gun, but ended up shooting him and killing him. Um, I don't, and I don't remember how the outcome came of that. You know, was there a bullet? Was there something? I don't remember any of that, but just a horrible situation. And I, I can't imagine what somebody would be going through. If I recall correctly in my film training stuff, I believe, you know, a prop master, um handles those things those are usually union jobs that are brought on for specific movies they're not like cast um or 
you know, like somebody seeks out a director because they want that director. They don't seek out a prop master, you know, that's hired on site right. and stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. We can't, you know, can't really tell much more, but very, very sad news. I hate that that is um, something that's happened. There have been some tweets and some different communications put out by other actors and people in the industry who have worked with her along with the other gentleman who's still, from what I understand in the hospital and um, yeah, it's just sad. Just very sad. So how did two people get injured or one died and one is injured? How did that happen? I have no idea. No idea. Um, that's again, yeah, but- one of these things that I'm like, I, I don't understand enough about bullets, blanks, guns, props, stuff like that to really speak to it. Um, I do know that the movie Rust that they were filming is ironically about a wrongful shooting of a rancher. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't like those things. Like, I mean, those are always kind of weird me out, right? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, sad news. But... There are more news to report. I wanted to get that out of the way first because there's other things to talk about. You know, I've got like a list here that I'm going through of these things I wanted to touch on today. And I think I'm just going to jump down to something that's like really super happy um, to follow that up. Um, We're going Squid Games, Alec Baldwin, and now we're going Adele. So, yes, the deep sigh of relief, Adele. Adele has announced that she is coming out with a new album. It's coming out later November, mid-November, I believe. Um, She's already released one song um, that has middle-aged women crying everywhere. Um, It's coming out November 19th. It's going to be called 30, you know, as she's famous for naming her albums um, after the age she was when she was writing the songs or recordings. So I don't, I don't, are you an Adele fan? I am an Adele fan. I mean, that's a dumb question. I don't really know who (laughs) couldn't be right. Like it's Adele. It's I, I love Adele and how she almost, you know, she's not in your face about a lot of things um when it comes to the music you know her music just pops up in different places and then you realize like oh my gosh I'm a fan of Adele and I didn't know it right Right. and then you just you just are you're just a fan at that point so um but I'll tell you this I am not just a fan of her music I am a fan of Adele's personality so one of my favorite things to watch when I am feeling sad or need a pick-me-up is the carpool karaoke version with Adele. I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh, I may have. You need to look it up because it's been a while since it came out. I mean, it's been yeah. several years. So you need to go back and look at that. Um, they're in London. They do it there. Um she just, I mean, her voice is just fantastic, but we find out so much stuff like she was, you know, a big Spice Girls fan and she's a Nicki Minaj fan. So she does like a rap from Nicki Minaj song in the car. <laughs> she sings some Spice Girls. She tells some funny stories um, for someone who sings so beautifully and elegantly. She's she's quite the hot mess sometimes, which I love. 
right? She just seems kind of real. Um, she had this carpool karaoke took place right after she had had a baby. So she's a new mom brain. Her accent is hilarious to me because it's oh, not yeah. that flowy, gorgeous kind of soothing British voice. That's like, I don't know, like some of these British actresses you see, right? I mean, she is like thick, harsh, angry tongue sometimes. Right. Yeah. And I love it. So yeah. Definitely. When you described it, I remember, I do remember see, I did see that carpool karaoke, but I'm going to have to watch it again because just, I remember them talking about her accent. <laughs> yes. It's just such a great feel good thing. She's so funny and she's so honest on it and stuff and laughing and it's great. You know, and some of those carpool karaoke, you see some of the people that, um, when they start singing, they don't sound as great, right? Because yeah. they're just there in the car, you know? But she sounds phenomenal because she's Adele, right? Oh, she's it's, probably one of those who she's not even trying to sing well. She just always sings well. It just sounds so good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, what I appreciate about Adele and her music is she knows her niche, right? So this next album is what she said is all about her divorce, which not happy themed. But we're going to have like now people are like, oh, I love that song. And you see it all over everything, social media, um, in the videos. Like, I love that song. I'm going to learn all the words eventually. <laughs> so instead right. of just the chorus. Right. But like she has some songs that are a little more up tempo, but you never really hear her bust out with like a pop classic just to be like on the radio. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate it about that. That about her is that she knows her fan base. She knows herself and she knows like this is what works for me. And she she didn't like, you know, she lost a bunch of weight and she looks fabulous. I thought she was beautiful either way, but she didn't then flip the switch and be like, you know what? I'm going to be all pop diva. Right. (laughs) This way I'm going in the new direction musically. I love that she stuck to what she's been known for, what she is obviously good at. I don't doubt that her pop song would just be just pop songs would be just as fantastic. Sure. But I look forward to a good heartbreak song or a good love song yeah. from Adele. She's going to give me both and I need both in my life. Yes. That's what and, I look to her for. Yeah. And, you know, um, something else that I would encourage people to watch, I, it makes it sound like I just have all this time to go watch old video clips. I don't, but I, but I, <laughs> I do do it though. Um, in my mom time, you know, when everybody else is asleep and I just find some old videos that I love, right? One of my favorite things to go back and watch are the, is the Vogue series, the 73 Questions by Vogue. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, where they just, a guy goes into somebody's house or place and they just drill out these questions. They just walk around, yeah. While they're walking around their house and stuff. A famous they're like one word answers, yeah. Yes, and I love it, right? I love mm-hmm. getting that um, kind of almost inside scoop on some stuff. Well, Adele just did one. And they've been trying supposedly for seven years to get her to do this 73 questions and it's just never worked out. And so um, I watched hers twice and I learned a lot. You know, she tells, I mean, they ask some questions like, what's your favorite eyeliner? You know, she tells it, whatever, but she's walking around her house in sweatpants and a sweatshirt you know, and no shoes and she is putting away groceries. And then she's talking a lot about how this album coming out is really her most personable, 
personal work yet. Like it is truly personal. And um, she talks about the differences between her albums, you know, her first one, she wasn't even signed yet. So she was just had like four or five songs that she kind of just was seeing what happened. Her next one, um, she just couldn't stop writing, she said. Um, and that she had a hard time even drilling down what songs she was going to put on there. The next one was right after she had her kid. So it was a totally different feel because in her life, that's where she was. And now this one, she's just gotten divorced and she's a single mom and she lives away from her mother, who is like her best friend and confidant and stuff. So she is talking about how raw this album is. And so I am ecstatic to hear it. Um, Like I said, the first song that's been released, Go Easy On Me, is already like a tearjerker anthem, right? You know, if you, it's one of these, either you need to feel good about yourself. So you kind of go and listen and it just gives you that like, almost anthem feel of empowerment Mm -hmm. and then on the other hand if you're feeling down about yourself you could listen to it and be like oh my gosh somebody gets me right so it's yeah (laughs) Yeah. she's got that beauty of doing that and so definitely go watch the um 73 questions um vogue series with her because it is it's it's really good she's something else and I love listening to her talk but that was that's big news. I'm so excited about the album. November 19th, 30. Very excited. Yes. Um, okay. So we can alternate here. So she has good news, but it's based off of her divorce, which is bad news. <laughs> right. So good news is that Courtney and Travis have announced their engagement. They have. Yeah. All right. Courtney Kardashian, Travis Barker, engaged, forever, meant to be together, <laughs> that type of stuff, right? Yeah, um, and their exes are losing their minds. It, it's Shannon Mochler is Travis Barker's <laughs> ex-wife, and Scott Disick is Courtney's ex-something. Um, never. Well, she, he's the father of her kids. So. He's the father, but he's never he's, been. He's around. He's never been the husband. They've never no. been officially married. Um, not for lack of trying, I don't think. Right. Now, here's my thoughts. Before we get into my question, I do have a big question about it. But my thoughts are, I kind of think this is the perfect match. Weirdly so, I agree. Exactly. It's not, <laughs> I, I can't always explain it. Yes. But I kind of think this is right. I heard somebody else the other day say this on a podcast I was listening to. So I'm not, I'm not saying that I came up with this idea, but I absolutely agree with what they're saying. They said that they feel like, what if because of keeping up with Kardashians, because of having Chloe and Kim in your life all the time and on camera and all this stuff, what if she's always known that Scott Disick was just not her person? Right. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, I think everybody's always felt like Courtney was a little different than Chloe and Kim, right? When it comes to the spotlight, when it comes to the different stuff, she's always been a little different, not extremely different. They still had shared the same stuff, but it was, she's just different than those two. She didn't crave it as much. She didn't. Right. Maybe, just maybe, 
Um, Cause there were all these reports about like, Oh, you know, Courtney's turning goth now and wearing all black <laughs> and doing all this stuff all because of Travis, you know, she's doing this for a man, but what if this is the person that she's always been? She's just not had this opportunity to, I mean, Scott Disick is the complete opposite of Travis Barker. Travis Barker is the complete opposite of anyone that she's, that we've known that she's right. been with from the right. model unit, Eunice, whatever his name is. Eunice. Yeah. To everyone else. It's so off type that you're just like, I don't get it, but let me say, I've always been a Travis Barker fan. Me and too. he's not, he's not tra- what you would think of as traditionally good looking. Right. But there's something about him that you're just like, that is a good looking guy. Yeah. Like, and his, I don't, it's probably his person. He always comes out as very genuine. Yeah. Um, very, very down to earth. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like in that. I've always been a Travis Barker fan, not so much of a Chloe fan or not Chloe, but Courtney fan. Yeah. But he makes me like her more because there's got to be something that he sees in her. Yeah. Because I just don't feel like he's the type that would put up with a lot of BS. If you, you know what I mean? Like, so did you ever watch that show? Meet the Barkers? Of course I did. Okay. I, that's where I like became yes. a big Travis Barker fan. Yeah, before that he was just the drummer of Blink One Eighty Two. Right. Who, yeah. But but watching him on that, I mean, that was that was kind of an eye opener, right? Like there's yeah, there's only so tough and rock and roll you can be when you're on a show like that, and right, and um, you have kids. Yeah, and so I have really, I've always felt that way too. Yes, and. I mean, good for them, whatever, you know, it was kind of, you know, people are like, oh, it's kind of quick and blah, blah, blah. Not Well, you know, in the grand scheme of things, people always associate her with Scott Disick. So therefore that's been mm-hmm. going on for ages, right? Like decades. Yeah. So. And he always seems short to that. similar to her. Yeah. Yeah. His, the girlfriends he's had have been extremely young and, and are similar to her in some way. But what I found interesting between just reading and you know, it's that Travis and Courtney have been friends because they've been, they've been neighbors for several years. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also was in an interview and he said, since my plane accident, I hadn't been on a plane until I flew with my girlfriend, Courtney. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I've ever been on a plane since the plane crash. Mm-hmm. So there's something that they both complement in each other. And yes, it's out there. It's in your face. Um, and I don't know if that's just because of who she is, because he, I mean, I don't think he's ever been like huge in the spotlight. Everyone knows who he is and we know he's famous, but yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, the PDA is a little extreme, but there's got to be something that they just both click with. Yeah. Personality yeah. wise. I don't and know. Like, as, like I said, I oddly get it. Like, yeah. And I'm, reason, I'm here it, for it. It <laughs> makes sense to me. Right. I'm excited um, about it. And I'm even more excited that like we, we have the chance possibly to have, um, Megan and Machine Gun Kelly be like the flower girl and the gosh, right? (laughs) Okay, that's where you—that's where you lost me. (laughs) I mean, 
you've lost me with that one. <laughs> you give me give me machine gun Kelly and shorts and a little blazer with a bow tie, and I am on board. Wait, are they friends? They're all besties. No. Machine Gun Kelly, Megan, what's her name? Megan Fox. Fox and those four. Yeah, they like hang out. No. Yes. Okay. I I'm here for Travis and Courtney. I don't know so much about the other two. I mean, I I'm not a Megan Fox fan, but I'll take Machine Gun Kelly. Like I yeah, yeah. I'm down for that. But um yeah, I yeah, they're all buddies. I think they might be like I said, I think it might be like Flower Girl and Ring Bearer type stuff. Oh, and I meet the other two members of Link 182 in the wedding somehow. I don't totally. know. If I know they were feuding for a while. I hope they're all back together, but I mean, I how need can you not come back together for this type of event, right? Right. Yeah. So that's Have fantastic to. news. Spawning off of this. I, when I was diving in a little bit to find out more about the engagement, did you see that the the cameras were there and mm-hmm. it was on the beach in front of like a restaurant with like everybody watching or something? There were more videos and pictures from random spectators than there were like <laughs> professionals. It's like me getting engaged. Like, exactly. Everyone just, can see it. Just there. Everybody saw it, right? Yeah. Um. You know, there were lots of reports that they actually got engaged several weeks earlier. And then this was Uh done for the cameras for the show because the Kardashians will be having a new show coming out on Hulu. Oh, geez. I thought thought they retired. Well, I thought Courtney didn't want to film anymore. Yeah. (sighs) It was all a lie. I feel feel bamboozled. It were. I mean, they basically are just switching networks. Okay. So nonetheless, it doesn't matter who got engaged when or why or where um fact is i'm here for it i'm excited to see what this wedding is going to be like i hope it's soon and i hope it is like people magazine gets images or something listen i am excited and i want their wedding to go smoothly but i would not be disappointed if there were a scott disick shanna mochler date night (laughs) together and uh-huh. they crash the wedding i i want to see wedding crashers with do those you two think because... do you think there's a possibility that we will get a Dwayne wayne moment from a different world when he them... pops up and says you know and they say maybe please <laughs> maybe maybe please <laughs> I love you and cherish you and baby, please. Like, I think it could happen. I don't yeah. think the outcome would be the same. <laughs> I think he'd be dragged off. Well, by one of the former NBA players who are Kim Kardashian's ex-husband. There, there's there's bound to be some NBA players, rappers. Oh, all Kanye's rapping. <laughs> Kanye might officiate. And they're all going to be made aware ahead of time to report a Scott Disick sighting. But that and there's going awesome. to be a gazillion flower girls and flowers because they have a lot of children. So many <laughs> have all, all the be... nieces, nephews, everything. Goodness. Yeah. It's going to be the what the guest list has to be is going to be a hundred with just her immediate family. So, you know, yes, I mean, I need I, that moment. <laughs> I need to see what goes down and, and I will be see her. pretty upset if they like, just run off to the little white chapel in Vegas or something. 
I think I'll be upset then because yeah. Shanna Shanna's gonna make make an appearance some way somehow. Shanna might have been a Miss USA, but she, after being married to Travis Barker, I think she's scrappy now. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, but, yeah. Okay. I mean, she's feuding with her kids, <laughs> so come on, like. right? So what happens yeah. when you name your kid Alabama, right? No, I love it. I'm excited. I'm here for it. And we will be f- doing a follow-up report on this. Um, let's see if we can get on the red carpet. <laughs> oh my God. I cats from the way. I would die. I would die. I would absolutely die. Like, I'll, I'll tackle do- Shanna for you. If you let us. <laughs> totally. I will. I will fight her for you. <laughs> I will take on Shanna Mogler. hundred percent. Um, so, so with that, you know, this was, this was a big year for engagements and I didn't quite realize it, but it's been a, a big month a couple months even for engagements. And I saw it when I was looking up some info about Travis and Courtney, it was talking about some other people that are engaged and stuff. Now there's a gazillion of them. And there were a lot of them that I didn't even know who they were claiming they were celebrities, but I don't know who it was, but there were some that really did apply to us as chick chanters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I made note here just because I didn't realize um, all of them, but some of them I just wanted us to address really quickly. Um, Teresa from Real Housewives just got engaged. Teresa, I guys? saw that. Yep. So that's a big deal for her. I know she just on the last season introduced her boyfriend at the end of the season. And so now they are engaged. Good for her. Um, Madison LaCroix. Is engaged. Yes. Southern Charm. Austin's ex has now said she's engaged to Brett. That's just Brett. She's not announced. Just Brett. Just Brett. (laughs) Um, Good for her. Whatever. Speaking of, I did watch um, Winter House. Yes. (laughs) Did you see it? I watched Winter House. Did you watch it? Oh my gosh. Like it's a hot mess, but it's I a love hot it. mess and I will watch every single second of it. I but, will too. But some of these people, I mean, they're close. They're pushing 40 soon. Did you realize that? Like of Kyle and Amanda, like mm. Kyle's 37th birthday was like three years ago or two years ago. Oh. So I'm like, geez. Okay. Come on guys. Like <laughs> get it together. <laughs> well, recording we're missing the chef then. Stuff. I'm shocked that Shep's not there. I think Shep has turned a corner with this new girl and mm. his lifestyle. And Shep is closer to 40. I know that. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You talked sure. about that. Um, so, yeah. So, Madison's ex, Austin, is on Winter House. And lo and behold, of course, they have to talk about her the first episode. Like, if we're going to have this <sighs> Austin being like pouty about Madison for, I don't get it. Whatever. Moving on. Uh, Kate Hudson got engaged, I thought, which was really sweet. Um, and, you know, kind of good for her after being single for so long. Britney Spears engaged. Yes, finally. To Sam, who now she can actually do that if she wants to. Go on, girl. Go get married. Go do whatever you want to do. Go do it because you are free of the shackles. Um, Mark Ronson, did you know that he was engaged to Meryl Streep's daughter? No. Yeah. 
Meryl Streep's daughter is named Grace Gummer, which I didn't know this either. She's apparently an actress in like American Horror Story and stuff. And she, oh, her is, daughter, she was on a couple of shows that I watched. There she is. She's engaged to Mark Ronson. Go for her. I love Mark Ronson and his music. Um, oh, so Vanderpump Rules is back, and we have now seen James Kennedy and Rochelle get engaged. A sober mm-hmm. James Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, you make any predictions on this? Nope. There, I've never understood their relationship from the beginning, so yep. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna withhold from saying anything because I don't get it. Yeah. So I mean, I get it, but I don't. I guess. Uh, right. Right. And and they are truly one of those relationships that I think is completely different off camera. Yeah. Like I think I on so. camera, she's always scared and he's always on you know like on maybe that's what it is she seems a little maybe she's just not as comfortable in the camera as she thinks she is because she comes off a little she comes off a little stiff and and ditzy I'm like, or something and I'm like I don't I don't get how you like have conversations with this person with anybody yeah yeah um well speaking of, so so Vanderpump Rules like I said it's back on tv now and this is the first season without uh, Stasi and mm-hmm. uh, Jax and Brittany and Kristen. Yeah. So and I'm okay with it. I did not miss them. I'm fine with it too. And in fact, I was a little surprised whenever they actually talked about them. Like Lisa talks about Stasi and Brittany and Jax in their, in her confessional thing. Um so, I mean, it's not like they're taboo. She can't, you know, not right. say their name or something. So, I don't know. But um, it it's different because, unfortunately, now it has become the Tom, Tom Sandoval show. And I am <clears throat> not here for that. Like, Tom has just really started to rub me wrong. <laughs> Tom's always been... I think Tom's always been a big personality, but he was overshadowed by Jax and Stassi. Yeah. So I don't think it's any different. It's just that he doesn't have them. That's even bigger. Yeah. So the more of the spotlights on him, I am a huge Schwartz fan. Me too. Without Katie and Chris and Kristen, I mean, without Stassi and Kristen, I'm a Katie fan. Yeah. I love Katie and Ariana's relationship with their husbands. and just how that has come to be like, because I feel like the four of them together would be an interesting show. Like I could take everybody else off and just Agreed. have the four of them and their life and be okay with it. Because Schwartz to me is like everybody's best friend. Everyone would love to hang out with him. Yep, he absolutely. would be everyone's best guy friend that they could go to if they needed anything or if they just wanted to have fun. And Katie, he and Katie are so different, but it works because she's so something weird about it. Right. That it, and I love the relationship. Like she has to push him like, man up. He's like, Katie, oh. will you tell him that this won't happen? She's like, I will, I, but like, I know, I know. You, <laughs> and it's, and it's, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, I just need, yeah. I, sometimes I just need less Tom Sandoval. Like I, yeah. I just think if he could tone it down just a little bit, he could still be just as engaging and dynamic without being 
kind of an asshole sometimes, you know, like, um, did you see that he and James Kennedy split $25,000 on the engagement surprise for Rochelle? Like he paid for half of that. What? Yes. So in the show, whenever the, the, uh, the event is being set up, which was fake Coachella and they called it Rochella, um, you know, they rented out the place. They had fire eaters and balloon things and food trucks and all this different stuff. And they showed Tom Sandoval just writing checks and he was just peeling off money for it. And then he came out later and told Schwartz that it took about 25 grand. And then he told the cameras that he split it with James and that he didn't mind because he was just, he loves James that much. And they're just buddies like that. And he loves doing these things, which, Hey, a commendable, like I, I love that there, you know, that you love doing that so much for people. Right. Um, but then at the same time, Schwartz is like, um, we're trying to open up a second restaurant and you're taking out a mortgage on your house and not a loan or whatever. And, um, and yeah, so that's that. So that kind of leads into, you know, Sheena and Brock are engaged. Okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Did you notice that we didn't even say Sheena in the initial discussions of all the people that we saw on there? (laughs) No. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a Sheena I, fan. I've never really no. been a Sheena fan. Um, and I think it's funny that she gets called out on a lot of things. So have you watched the most recent episode? Not the one where they got engaged. I watched the one. I think it might have been the, maybe the second. I've watched up to the second, the first and second. So Lala and Randall, which we will get to in a minute, mm. go and take their daughter, Ocean over to Brock and Sheena's cabana um, on their Palm Springs trip and have a little play date with the baby, right? Summer, moon, and ocean. And they're all sitting around talking, the four of them, and that's when they discover that Brock has, like, two other kids yeah, um, in Australia that he has not seen for four years. And Lala is kind of, and Randall, you can see, are kind of physically, like, taken back. You know, they're kind of, like, wide-eyed and, like, oh, four years? Like, what's going on, you know? And That's a bit much. Yeah. And so Lala talks to Sheena. They go baby shopping or something, baby clothes shopping. And she was just like, listen, I'm just saying, like, make sure that, you know, this man is, you know, not going to ever put you in that situation. Um, She's like, you know, I know that I am taken care of a lot by Randall. And she's like, but I'm also not stupid and understand that, you know, if things happen, I've got a kid and I, you know, would love for him to fight to see this baby, not go four years of not seeing it. Right. And so, um, Sheena kind of gets upset, not mad at her. She's just emotionally upset saying, you know, that not everybody knows the whole story, which we don't. Um, He wanted to come to America for a better life and stuff, but his baby mama didn't want to bring the kids. And I don't know. It's kind of weird. We're talking about Australia. We're not talking about like the Middle East. (laughs) Yes. I mean, 
how hard of a life, I mean, I don't know what his life was like in Australia, but right. I don't think when people say coming here for a better life that Australia is not the top of my list of the places they're coming from. Right. Understood. And, 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 you know, that's not even the strangest thing. Um, his other daughter is named winter. What? Yeah. And so now his daughter's name is summer with Sheena and they were like, Sheena's like, I've always wanted to name my kid Summer. That was like the name I always wanted. And they played these flashback like clips of her on Vanderpump talking about naming her kid Madison. And she had like a full, I want to name my kid Madison Marie, blah, 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 whatever it was. And they did it like three times. And so everybody's like, you've never said the name Summer. And here now we find out like his other kid's name was Winter. And so in Lala's like one-on-one, she was like, um, if my man ever left and went and had a baby with somebody else and named it Lake, I would be, <laughs> you know, I love Lala. Like she irks me sometimes, but she is entertaining and she, I, I like it. that she tells it like it is. Um, 100%. And, I, and I like Charlie for the very same reason. And, and I think we're going to see more Lala and Charlie throughout this season. Oh, I love them. It's yeah. I love the people who and Ariana's the same way, but she's just kind of like over everybody. Agreed. Point. She's kind of the grown up of the group sometimes, you know, like yeah, she I is. don't know. I feel weird about that. But yes, yeah, yeah. so I I I oddly watched this episode the day that the Lala and Randall news has come out. Mm-hmm. So uh, Lala and Randall, her baby daddy and fiance, um, they've been engaged for a while. Randall Emmett, he's in the film production industry. Um, he's been kind of a staple on the show, whether it was visible or not. She's always kind of talked about him and stuff. Um, it sparked rumors of a breakup whenever, Recently, Lala deleted all photo evidence of Randall on her Instagram. And um, and then she liked somebody else's post or something like that that talked about him cheating on her. Yeah. So then some pictures came out of Randall getting in an elevator with two girls. And then she Lala responded with a video on her stories on Instagram of two guys and the baby walking down the hallway of a hotel and the song playing was like, I'm sorry or something like that. Um, and so there's not been much said, not been much said mm-hmm. since then, no official announcements, no, no statements or whatever. Um, Oh, I found where it said what it was talking about. Um, said that she shared a video of two friends helping her move into a hotel with Beyonce's sorry playing in the background with the lyrics. Now you want to say you're sorry. Now you want to call me crying. Now you're going to see me wilding. Now I'm the one that's lying and I don't feel bad about it. That's exactly what you get. So that came from her posting that and then again, never saying anything about it. They got engaged in 2018. They just had a baby this past year. They were supposed to be married 
during quarantine time, but mm-hmm. obviously quarantine happened. And so they did not. Um, all these reports are coming up now, you know, Lala has been very open about the fact that she and Randall like had struggles during the pandemic, um, just being at home and being <laughs> locked up yeah. and all this stuff. I mean, who didn't, you know, I mean, I think right. she's kind of saying that too. She was like, yeah, we had our fair share of troubles because it's hard. Right. And, um, I think that's, that maybe if this is all true, maybe that made it easier, right? Is because it's kind of coming off a hard time. Yeah. But they are saying that Randall is kind of a serial cheater. He's He goes on like benders of, you know, going out and partying and stuff. And then other times where he's at home for months and months. And I don't know. I don't know. What have you heard? Anything? Same thing you heard. Yeah. It's just, it'll be true to see what happens. I don't, I mean, they always were a little odd at first, right? That yeah. it was together. But then is it more and more like I think it just kind of became normal? Like, yeah, Lala and Randall, of course. Like that's whatever. Well, I, there were rumors when they got together that he was still married. And that's why we never saw him. And she always referred to him as I forget what she referred to him as, but she man. always she's got oh, yeah, my man. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when she got the Rolls Royce and everyone's like, well, you're sleeping with a married man and blah, blah, blah. So Mm, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's makes you question. That one's a tough one to call. Exactly. Anxiously awaiting to see what comes of that. Um, Not that I wish that on anybody, but I kind of want to know. Okay. So one final topic, and this was something that I might need a little help on. Tell me what you know about Tori Spelling and what is going on. I know much about Tori Spelling. So I, was flipping through channels and I stopped on MTV one day and the show messiness was on. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of ridiculousness. And this is one of his, the spinoffs of that and Snooki hosted. Ah. So they were showing, they were talking about something. I was like, Oh, what is this? And then there was this co-host that I watched for maybe a minute. And I go, is that Tori Spelling? <laughs> because she doesn't look like herself anymore. She doesn't look like right. Tori Spelling. Right. She like, had these long extensions. Her hair was up. It almost looked like she had in one of those grills where like they're on the bottom of her teeth, but she might not have. Oh gosh. She's wearing the short skirt. She was talking funny. She's like, uh, you know, like, um, and when Snooki is the voice of reason, and even she's looking at you going, you okay. What? Something's wrong. Snooki was even like, okay. All right, Tori. Yeah. <laughs> like, Snooki should not be the voice of reason for no, anybody. Ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then her co-host just kept looking at her and laughing. I'm like, what's, what's going on with Tori? And now all of a sudden we're hearing these, these stories about, is there a divorce that's, that she's going through? Um, you know, she was seen outside a lawyer's office. They were at Disneyland, but she, you know, neither one of them looked happy to be there. It was like, we're here for the kids, but you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to act like I'm happy about you being here. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's happening to me. If you've ever seen the show Ridiculousness, they have a, a co-host on there. Her name is Chanel West Coast. Yeah. To me, at first, I thought it was Chanel West Coast because that's almost who she looked like. And then I started thinking, is she trying to look like Chanel West Coast? Because right. 
I don't like this on this mid 40 year old lady. Like right. it doesn't. Right. Not that it's, it wasn't the attire. It wasn't the hair. It wasn't anything about her appearance. It kind of was, but it was more so along the lines of, I know Tori Spelly doesn't talk like that yep. because I've seen her in interviews. I've seen right. her on her real, on her, on her reality show. Right. That is not who she is. She is playing a part, but why? Mm-hmm. Like she's my age or older. Yeah. Like, why are you putting on this? Like every other word that came out of her mouth was like, like, um, you know, and, um, it was almost like a Valley girl. Uh-huh. And because I know I'm probably saying like that right now, but <laughs> yes, but even worse than Donna. Yeah. Well, like, I saw uh, some uh, pictures. It was, it was, I saw the pictures of her walking down the street where people like freaked out at first because she looked like Courtney or Chloe Kardashian. Um, if you look up a picture, Tori spelling Chloe Kardashian, you will see this side by side of them, and it really does kind of look like she was trying to look like her or something. But it sparked all these rumors about plastic surgery and a nose job and stuff. She's denying that she's had plastic surgery and she is saying that she did get a new makeup artist though. <laughs> well, she had to make up something. I mean, right. Well, I'm a Tory fan and I was turned off. Sure. Sure. Well, and as you said, she was seen coming out of, I guess, a courthouse or something the other day and had a notepad, which I just think this is kind of crazy that she... <laughs> She's carrying this notepad and people have zoomed in on it and can see what she wrote. Like, oh my gosh, I'd be mortified because I doodle and I scribble and I write all kinds of things on like stuff. I also have a satchel or a bag that I put my notebooks in with oh, stuff like that. Flailing my arms around in front of paparazzi, right? Like literally it says a close-up of the legal pad she was carrying said, pig pen get quote triple a jump start the van and 3 p.m lawyer assets support custody just like, a regular old to-do list sorry pick up precious. i mean i think it's cute that you're getting you might be buying a pig pen and i'm sorry that your van needs to be jump started um, but i don't need to know about custody and support and everything unless you're going to tell us the whole story and it's, and she's like on these pictures, like she's like screaming in a phone. <laughs> like, listen, that's when I think it's staged. She's unhappy. Something's going down. Like, it's just, I don't know. First of all, who knows you're going to court? Was that right. your list to call the paparazzi and say, I'll be there at 3 p.m.? <laughs> no. Because uh, who's just waiting outside courthouse thinking a celebrity is going to show? I mean, I guess that's not too unheard of. <laughs> I guess Let's maybe there, right? Maybe like right. in Hollywood or whatever. I would probably set up shop right outside a courthouse. <laughs> but then her car was right in front yeah. of the courthouse and yeah. she got in it. I don't know of any courthouse that has ballet. Yeah. So to me, it, yeah. was, it may have been staged, maybe not, but well, I need to find out when messiness comes on to watch again to see if she's changed. Because I'm not. Please go. I'm, I'm everybody not watch it because I need to know. If there's drama between her and Dean, I am 0% surprised um, because it seems like that's always been the case, right? Like weren't they sort of separated for a while or 
even on their yeah. show, they were discussing like divorce and stuff. I think at one point, well, he had had a relationship with another lady or something. Yeah, that they no, were talking absolutely. About. Yeah. And then they, and then they had more kids after that affair. They, they did. Mm-hmm. Right. She mm-hmm. got like 18 or something. She does at but, least, you know, I mean, I guess that's why she had to scribble it out in big notes, like <laughs> support custody, you know, goodness gracious. I just, I don't know. I'm not really sure what um, is going on, but I believe Chick Chat should be on Tory Watch. I'm I'm on it. Okay. Excellent. I'm exhausted. My gosh. That was a bunch of stuff. Like, like I said, we started with Squid Games. We went to Alec Baldwin. Yeah. We went to engagements. We went to Travis and Courtney. We talked to Lala and Randall. We talked about Tory Smelling, like all the shows that are on right now, everything. Thank you, Jeanette. And we missed the most important thing that I just remembered. What? We have to put Adele in the Team Harry category. She because said Team Harry on her vote. She question. did. Yes. Team <laughs> Harry. I mean, I knew we loved her, right? But I, there's a reason. We're going to have her it. on the show. I love it. All right, Jeanette. Well, I will be awaiting the Adele album. We will have to get another show recorded right after it comes out and discuss some of the breakdown of how we feel, if we are eating our feelings, or if we're jumping out the window screaming with joy and stuff. Which one is it? Um, But so good to chat with you today. Thanks for breaking down all the news. Oh, absolutely. Always fun. Excellent. Okay. So we are going to sign off now, but always remember, please go check out themesh.tv online. You can find all kinds of shows for all kinds of topics. And if you like what you heard on Chick Chat, go back and listen to some of our past episodes because they really can just go anytime, honestly. Um, people are breaking up and getting together and shows are happening and stuff all, all the time. We're always talking about it. Until next time, Jeanette, take it easy. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you on the flip side. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.